You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Sarah, thank you so much for joining in on all the things that we've been doing around here on the Wedding Whisperer podcast. Honestly, it has been a whole lot of trial and error and getting better at the technology stuff. I have all new stuff now. I know all things wedding planning or a good amount of wedding planning stuff, but I don't actually know podcasting, but I'm getting there. So, Um, On today's episode, I am actually going to be just chatting with you. I had a few vendors and um, a couple brides mention that they would like to have just an episode about how Simply Love Studio works and a little bit about my background and how I ended up here. So that's what we are going to talk about today. I opened up my Instagram today for um, some questions from different vendors and couples, whoever, to ask questions so that I could answer those. Renee's Bridal said, I would love to hear your story. Honestly, my story is really not that interesting. I have a bachelor's of business administration from Eastern Kentucky University. I went to community college for two years and got the basics. And when I transferred, Eastern was basically like, you need to pick a major. And I'm like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm literally 19 years old. And one of my friends who was later my roommate was like, I'm going to do business. And I was like, okay, I'll be a business major. (laughs) So I have a business degree. I was one class difference between a business management degree and a human resources management degree. I wanted HR, but it basically, they only offered those classes like once a semester and I would have had to go on an extra semester to get that one extra class. So it's management. It's essentially all the same. Right after college, I got an incredible opportunity to work in Lexington and I worked in HR for six months and you have to dress up to work in the corporate world. And for some reason, I didn't really think that through when I was in college. And you also have to be at work early being anywhere early is not really my strong suit. So I did a six-month lease. And once that was up, I moved back to my hometown in Monticello, which is about two hours south of Lexington. And basically, I was like, I need a job. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm 21, 22 at this point, And um, you don't always think things through at that point. I was like, I'm going to plan weddings and events. I had never planned a wedding. I'd never been in a wedding at that point, and so I just did it, and my boss at my original boss right out of college that worked in HR, she had um, some friends that she had met through networking that did wedding planning in Lexington, and she connected me with them, and they had just kind of started their business, or she had just started her business, and so... um, I worked some weddings with her to kind of learn what what it was like on the day of. My very first wedding that I worked was at Christ the King. It was an afternoon ceremony because they have certain ceremony times. It was the afternoon one. And then they had a long break. And the reception was at the mansion at Griffin Gate. It was beautiful. I remember so many things very vividly. That was in 2008, I think. But there are still so many things that I can see very vividly that day 
I know exactly what I wore that day. I don't know why I remember that. I had no idea that my feet could possibly hurt as much as they did that day. It was very eye-opening. Obviously, I knew people spent money on weddings, but I had never really seen that in real life, seen how incredible it was. Um, I really had honestly no idea what I was doing that day. Fast forward, and my third year in business in Monticello, I had 12 full-service weddings. Honestly, as one person, 12 full-service weddings is a good amount of weddings, and I had gone to every networking event. I had joined every organization there was that you could join, just hustled, basically. By that point, I kind of had an idea of what I was doing. I feel like I was fairly confident in my skills and making sure that things were taken care of that day. So when I figured out my income, I was like, wow, I'm really not going to make that much money. So at that point, I was like, okay, we need to just kind of look at some more options and see how else I can make money. And at that point, that was 2011-ish, and Facebook pages for business was not even a thing when I first started my business. I think that that is actually a really good thing for me, um, because as social media has grown over the years, I have definitely become more of an introvert in person, whereas when I was 22, 23, I literally walked into a room and didn't know anyone and just talk to everyone. And you had no pre perceived notions about anybody. You just talk to them like it was normal, like the world was normal, I think, at that point. Around the time that I had um, booked a lot of weddings and was really kind of, I want to say, making a name for myself, making people in my hometown area see that there was a need for what I did, and I had met a lot of great people at that point, and I still have my relationships with a lot of vendors in the Lexington area. A wedding planner in Lexington that I had worked with previously to kind of learn some of the ropes had started Simply Love Studio. And so the reason for Simply Love Studio is because as someone that is engaged or a mother of someone that is engaged you have a lot of random questions. You're not really sure who to call or who to talk to. You need to ask questions, but you don't know who to ask those questions to. But you need to ask somebody. And so you go to Google and you type in wedding planner, Lexington, Kentucky, and you literally just call a wedding planner and you ask your question. And then you're like, okay, thank you so much. And you hang up. Well, the wedding planner has just given you their knowledge for free. They've referred vendors to you that are likely going to get phone calls from you. But they they didn't really make any money from that, which once or twice is fine. But when that is like an everyday thing in our world, it starts to add up. And so that was kind of how the vision for Simply Love started is there was a need for information to be more readily available for couples. And also, in 2010, when Simply Love started, almost all wedding vendors, shouldn't say all, a good portion of wedding vendors worked from home. And so they did not have storefronts, they did not have offices, they worked from home. And so they would go to Starbucks or Panera as meeting space. And so one of the goals of Simply Love 
was to have meeting space available for its vendors. There were one, two, three, I think four meeting spots in their original Simply Love. Um, the first Simply Love was on Broadway. Um, there's a coffee shop there now. It is beside Sauvignet Silver. It was a great location uh, with great visibility, but it's one of those when you're starting a business and really any business, you think something's going to be great until you actually get into it and realize, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's not the best option after all. Simply Love was great in the beginning. I was a vendor of Simply Love Studio under my planning company name. And so I booked some brides through Simply Love. I participated in the events. Somehow I came to lunch one day with the owner and the manager and one of the other team members. And somehow we left lunch that day that Sarah was moving to Lexington to manage Simply Love Studio. Looking back, I have no idea how that happened. I don't know how that conversation happened. I don't know how any of that happened. So that was in July. I have no idea what year that was. At that point, Simply Love was moving to National Avenue. Um, that was before it was super cool. We knew it was going to be super cool. It just wasn't quite to that point of where it is now. And, you know, they've always had big plans for it for several years now. And so I actually lived above Simply Love. I was the only resident on that street. And um, it was really cool. It was kind of scary at night. That was in July. And then in March of that year, things had um, gone really well with Simply Love. And I did Simply Love part-time. And then I still had my full service and month of planning clients. And so I really enjoyed Simply Love. And I figured out that my best... My strengths are leading up to the wedding day to help couples find their vendors that fit their style, their budget, their personality, helping them navigate the waters and figuring out what comes next, keeping them calm and looking at all the options for different proposals and comparing things and just connecting them with vendors and just everything leading up to the wedding day. Most planners will tell you that they love the wedding day. Vendors will tell you they love the wedding day. The wedding day was actually my least favorite part because when you worked on a wedding for 12, 16, 18 months and something goes wrong, something even just little, if somebody drops the ball, if they're late, whatever it may be, it's so frustrating because you work so hard to make this day perfect. And the thing that happened was something you had no control over. You couldn't have done anything different for it to have gone better. But I will say that at the end of the night when the dancing is happening and the couple is happy, it's such a rewarding feeling no matter how bad your feet hurt and no matter how tired you are. No matter what silly thing went wrong that day, it really is truly rewarding. But saying that, I found my stress and my favorite part is being the planning. And so I made the offer to buy Simply Love Studio. And about two weeks later, it was mine on April the 1st. I think it was 2012. I'm not positive. Somewhere in that time frame. And so at that point, I moved the studio a third time to Woodhill Drive right beside Purden Rental. 
the Purden family was instrumental in my business um, whenever I purchased it. Um, and being beside the rental company, I learned so much and um, got to meet so many people and so many vendors that I probably would not have otherwise. Over the years, I helped about 150 couples a year, typically. We had different in-person events. It was always interesting to see how the wedding world changed and how wedding vendors, the turnover in in the wedding industry is high. It's a hard, hard world. Um, You have to be creative all the time. And even when you don't have to be, your brain is nonstop. Whenever I lay down to go to sleep at night, that is literally when my brain has all the best ideas. And sometimes the pay is not always that fantastic. And sometimes people aren't always happy with you, whether they don't like your recommendation or they don't like the reality that you've shared with them, etc. So that's kind of a little bit of history about Simply Love Studio. At this point, we are primarily Zoom meetings. Um, I do give the couples the option to do in-person. I would say nine out of 10 couples that I meet with prefer Zoom. I have no preference. Um, I'm just happy to meet and talk about weddings. So as far as how Simply Love Studio works, we are funded by wedding vendors so that I can help couples plan for free. So if you see, if you go to simplylovestudio.com, you click on preferred vendors and you're going to see probably 12 or 15, 16 categories All of the vendors that are listed in those categories pay a yearly membership fee to be a part of Simply Love Studio. It doesn't matter if they book zero couples or if they book 20 couples. They pay the same amount regardless. And so that amount that they pay um, essentially allows me to help couples. We also obviously have a website. I have a Pinterest board and now we have the podcast. We do a lot of networking events that are educational My goal is to essentially educate the vendors because the more they know, the more they can help their couples. And we go on what I call field trips. We have toured Gino's Formal Affair to see how they run their whole operation because it is based here in Lexington. We have toured Gold Shield Transportation to see how they do all of their things because it's absolutely incredible. Uh, we just went to Lover's Leap a few weeks ago. We're headed to set the bar soon at their new location. So basically, we just go out to see what's happening in our community and supporting each other. And sometimes we will have speakers. We have CPAs, business insurance, things that aren't always that fun, but we need those for the business side. So there are a lot of things on the business side that the vendors of Simply Love Studio also get. And so as far as a couple, when a when someone is engaged or planning to be engaged, they can reach out and we will schedule an in-person meeting or a Zoom meeting. Typically, a Zoom goes by a little bit quicker, um, but I'm open to either, either way. And we will talk about their budget. We'll talk about their guest count. We'll talk about what they've done so far, if they've done anything. And then um, I kind of get a feel for where they're at and what they need to do. Um, Sometimes if it's an in-person meeting, I've literally had one meeting last for three hours one day. And sometimes they will last for 30 minutes. So it's kind of all across the board. Basically, when you leave a meeting with me, you will have a to-do list and you will know exactly what your priorities are 
and what you need to do, when you need to do those by. Essentially, I give you homework. And a lot of times I will have homework after your meeting as well. So if you need a photographer on a certain date in a certain price range, then I will find those photographers in that price range for you. If you need a venue that is a white barn on a certain date, then my goal is to help you find that. I take all the things from Google and all the other wedding search engines and narrow those down for exactly what you want and need. Instead of throwing you 100 options, I'm probably going to give you like three to seven options. And we do that for every category. And we can meet as many times as we need to throughout the planning process. Um, there are some couples that I'll meet with once. And there are some couples that I'll meet, we'll meet with six, eight, ten times. It's completely okay. It's completely normal. I have some couples that will email me multiple times or text me and just ask questions. We don't always have to meet. I'm happy to answer any questions. And any of the vendors that are on the Simply Love website are incredible humans. And that was actually one of the questions I got um, on Instagram as well. How do you find your vendors? There are a lot of ways that I find my vendors. There are Simply Love vendors that have been vendors literally since the beginning, 13 years ago, which is incredible. My goal is to keep vendors long-term because that's that shows that they are getting benefit from Simply Love Studio. But also, it's the more I learn about them, the more I know about them, the more I can match them with their perfect couple. It really depends on the vendor, how many I have in each category. Every couple is going to have a venue, so I have more venues than anything. Every couple is going to have a photographer, so I have, I think, four photographers. And then it kind of goes down from there. We have three DJs, because although I recommend having a DJ, not every couple does, or they might have a band. We have two videographers, because although I recommend a videographer, I do think that that is a luxury, so that is not something that every couple hires. So it really depends on the vendor and how many different vendors we have. I like to have different vendors that fit different uh, budgets. I like to have kind of low, mid, high, or sometimes they're all in the middle, the middle range. It kind of just depends. As far as how I find vendors, like I said, I've had some vendors since the beginning, I try to go to as many networking events as I can um, because although social media is great for networking, actually meeting people in real life is something you actually do. And I have found networking in person to be great. I also do all of the Bridal Bliss Classic Bridal shows, so that's a great way for me to meet vendors as well. Um, I go to different just um, networking events in the community to meet other people that, you know, might not be your traditional wedding vendor. And then um, I will have vendors reach out to me via social media or email. We'll do coffee and just talk and just see if it's a good fit. Even if someone is not necessarily a good fit for Simply Love as a preferred vendor, or perhaps their marketing budget doesn't allow it, it still allows me the opportunity to learn about them and to know who they are and how they do business, what their price range is. And that way, if I have couples that are a good fit for them, then I can send them to them when the occasion rises. How do you start meetings with couples was another question. Um, I think I mentioned that and that just basically we start at the beginning. We talk about what they've done, where they're at and get them to the next step. One vendor mentioned talking about some of the the super niche 
weddings things that maybe don't always get talked about. Um, we can definitely talk about that. There are so many vendors on wedding days that honestly, I don't want to say they get forgotten. They just don't get mentioned. There are things like dog walkers um, because we have so many dogs that are in weddings now. And so we have vendors that literally go and pick up your pets and bring them to the wedding and put them in a bandana and they're there for pictures and then they take them home or take them back to boarding. So there are more vendors than you could ever imagine actually involved in weddings. So if there's something that you're like, oh, that's kind of crazy, or do we really think there's somebody out there that does that? I promise you're not the first person that has thought about that. And it is completely okay to ask about that. And something that is actually pretty common that I hear a lot is couples will hire a babysitter for the evening or multiple babysitters so that um, their guests can actually be at the reception without their children, um, because we do see a lot of adult-only receptions for numerous reasons, and that's completely okay. And so there are babysitters out there that are there for their weddings. So those are vendors that maybe don't always get mentioned or talked about. One of the things that I wanted to mention is the difference between a wedding planner, a wedding coordinator, and a wedding concierge. So I've kind of been using these terms a lot more recently. As I mentioned, one of the reasons that Simply Love Studio got started is because people go to Google, type in wedding planner, and call and ask questions. So wedding planner, and this is all my personal and professional opinion. This is not in the Google. This is not written in, written in stone anywhere. This is just my thoughts and comments. So a wedding planner, in my opinion in the Lexington area is for someone that has a budget of $35,000 or more. This means it's going to be a full service wedding planner. Most full service wedding planners start at $4,000 or more. Pre-pandemic, I would have said that if you had a $25,000 or more budget, then I would recommend a planner. If you can find a way to fit a planner into your budget, absolutely do that. However, it doesn't always work, and I can help you through the beginning stages. If you are planning a wedding in the Lexington area and you live out of town or out of state, absolutely you want a wedding planner if it fits into your budget. A wedding planner is someone that is going to handle all of your communication. They're going to find the vendors for you. They're going to schedule the meetings for you. They're going to be a part of the majority of those vendor meetings for you. They're going to do walkthroughs at your venue. They're going to literally hold your hand and make sure everything is easy for you. A wedding coordinator is someone that will come in the month before your wedding. You've booked all of your vendors on your own. You've worked with me to book your vendors and your month of coordinator is going to come in and develop a day of timeline for you. I can also help you with a day of timeline leading up to this point. Um, sometimes couples will need help finding a ceremony start time. I can absolutely help with that. But a coordinator will help you with a day of timeline. They're going to finalize your timeline and basically they're going to be there to run rehearsal, and the day of. Typically, they're the first person there the day of and the last person to leave. Some coordinators will have an hour limit of probably 10 hours. 
some won't. And with the coordinator, you typically only have one to two meetings leading up to the wedding day. Whereas like with a full service planner, you will have dozens of meetings. And then wedding concierge is kind of the term that I have been using for myself because I don't fit into a wedding planner or a wedding coordinator. Um, if someone asks me at a networking event, I say I'm a wedding planner because that that's going to click with them. But in reality, if they're like, oh, I'm engaged or my daughter's engaged or my coworker's engaged, then I'm happy to share a little bit more about what I do. But in terms of what I use now to market myself, it's a wedding concierge. We're going to go with that term for now because I love it. And basically what I do is work with any budget, whether it is a $10,000 budget, $30,000 budget or more. One of the questions I did get asked is what is the most expensive budget I have worked with? The most expensive was right at 100000 and that was probably about five years ago. Um, it was on a private farm and it was a tent wedding. It was beautiful. We did get her a month of coordinator to help with the day of. I would say the average budget I work with is probably between the twenty to 35000 range. I would say that's really our average for the Lexington area as well. So I work with any budget regardless of what it is. I recommend the vendors that fit your style, your budget, your personality. I just don't actually like reach out to the vendors. Sometimes if you're really interested in a vendor, I will send you and them an email so that you can connect and just make that easier. But I'm not actually involved in any of those emails. I'm just kind of connecting you. Like I mentioned, I can create a tentative day of timeline depending on your needs, um, whether you want a first look or not, and just kind of give you an idea of what your wedding day is going to look like. Because once you get your vendors, it's like, okay, well, what do I do next? Well, we start working on your timeline so we can figure out some of the details. And as far as how many meetings that we can have, we can have as many check-ins as you need to. I hope that sheds a little bit of light about what Simply Love Studio is and who I am and what I do. My... Instagram is Simply Love Studio. I have TikTok, which is a lot of repurposed content. But if you're on TikTok, you can also find me there. It's sarah.in.ky, Sarah in Kentucky. There's Facebook, there's Pinterest, all the social medias. And um, you can always go to the Simply Love Studio website and look for preferred vendors. All of the ones on there are incredible humans. And I would use them for my wedding, for my event. Anything that I am hosting or being involved in, that is one thing that I'm very particular about is who our vendors are and their reputation and my reputation. Because when I say that they're going to do a good job on your wedding day, I have to know that they're going to do a good job on your wedding day. I hope that sheds some light on what Simply Love Studio is. If you have any further questions about what I do, how I can help you, vendors in the area, about becoming a vendor... Anything wedding related, I'm more than happy to help you. Please just reach out and stay tuned for more amazing podcasts. Uh, we have a whole different lineup coming um, here in the next couple weeks. And we're going to talk money with a money coach and um, probably a few more surprises. I'm also going to be on another podcast. It's called Foodies Reviewing Movies. And back in March, we did a wedding movie madness 
challenge on Instagram and the proposal won. Um, I was rooting for the proposal because honestly, it's my favorite wedding movie, but I wasn't positive. It was everyone else's, but it did win. So I'm very excited about that. So I will share information about that because it's going to be super fun. It's a great movie. I actually just went back and watched it and there's a reason why it won. It's just, it's great. So stay tuned for that and I will see you all soon. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.